Podfix. Hello, this is Sir David Attenborough. And today, I'd like to talk about two creatures. One from the north, and the other from the south. They're known together as mouse and weans. Hello, everybody. It's Mouse and Weens. We are in a car uh, for the moment to give you this little intro. <laughs> Julianne's doing weird faces. Um, we have a new episode, but it's actually an old episode. We we recorded it in January, pre-mom passing and pre-Scooby passing. And uh, so we're talking about them as if in present day, but just realize this was like January 9th when you hear this episode. But it's still cute. And we don't have the time right now to record a whole real episode because Julianne... What are you busy with right now? Psychosocial theory. Yes. She's taking finals for her first year of her master's program, and it's a lot. It's balls deep and brain farts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. She runs through the kitchen, grabs food, and then runs back to keep studying. So. Like a, like Wee Willie Winky who runs through the night That's upstairs right. and downstairs. And we got her for a second here in the car. So anyway, enjoy this episode. We hope you like it. Some fun, silly stories. And then we will do our mom memorial episode soon. Soon. After finals. Yeah, soon. Yay. All right. Thank you, everybody. Here we go. It's great. It's the best way. Look like a bouffant. Housewife. Your face. Ah. Well, what is the joy in this? It's wonderful. Are you kidding? Black coffee's the best. It's so good. <laughs> Stop it. Why it's do you think it's so, so bad? bad? It's making me gleek. It's not <laughs> that bad. But isn't there joy to having... Well, explain it to me. Because Fat and sugar? It just feels like water. It's like water that wakes you up. I love it. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Welcome to Mouse and Weens, everybody. Whoop, whoop. Uh, we are together. We're sitting around a microphone, um, looking out the window. I'm Joelle. It's I'm, gorgeous. I'm Mouse. I'm the the one with a cat named Scooby who's currently sitting in a box, peering at us He's a occasionally. Fat cat in a little box. <laughs> He's like pouring out of this tiny box. He really is big. Yeah, and, and I'm Weens, by the way. Yes. And she... I don't know who I am anymore. She I've has got a, no identity. Stop it. I've left my home in Los Angeles. I left my career. And now I don't know who I am. Stop it. Your career is sitting there on hold. You can go back to it at any point. And you still get calls. And you could be the perfect blend of... Don't make me go. Social work and film location. Okay, let's do that. Scout. Or I might just... That's what you could do. I don't want a location scout. You could work on films as a social worker. What? I don't know. They need some help, right? <laughs> Those actor you types. Just, like, put on a social worker outfit and go in the back, like be an extra, go the, in the back of film yeah. and TV. You could kind of counsel and just make sure the right matches are made. And um, 
do what social workers do. I don't even know what they do. No, no one's quite sure. Okay. All right. Well, but here we are. Um, Weens, yes, you're... I'm never going to kick you out. You're going to stay here forever. Really? Yeah. Aww. If that's cool with you, it's cool with me. You already said there was a snafu because I'm your resident pet sitter. Well, we just have Charlotte's cheer competitions are starting this weekend. Coming up, we are going to travel and go to Costa Mesa, which is in lovely Orange County, right? Mm -hmm. The Orange Curtain. A lot of Republicans and televangelists. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. It's called that now? Yep. Oh, boy. And they're moving to Idaho. Mom said a lot of uh, Orange County folks are moving to Idaho. It's, Take them. <laughs> the Republican ideals. Um, but anyway, yeah, cheer competitions are coming up kind of every other week through March. And I put them all on your calendar because you said, well, that's great. I'll stay home and pet sit. But you don't, that's because you're in school and you're stuck here anyway. So it was like a no-brainer. Except that you don't go back to school till January 19th. So we have this one weekend 17. coming up. Oh, 17th. So you know. Where uh, you're... Yeah, this weekend where I'm gone out of town. Yeah, she's getting one last whoop in before she starts back in on her next semester. Therefore, leaving the animals by themselves. But that's Sorry. fine. <laughs> because Jeez. Dave is happy to stay home with them and the boys. I don't know if they really want to go to all these cheer competitions, but we're going to try to do it. For family bonding, forced family fun. Yay. And poor Charlotte. FF. She's the baby and has been dragged around to her brother's stuff. Everything. For every her whole Do you life. think that the guys, guys in general, get more attention? Yes. Yeah. Not much so more. It's the football. It's the, oh, the little prince was born. And, you know, yeah. it's like the family... Jewels are on their back. <laughs> I'm just, oh my god! <gasps> Insert imagery here. Yeah. No, but you know, I think a lot of hopes and dreams are riding on the boys and the men and the firstborns. The future is female. I'm telling you, put it all into the little ladies. Just kidding. I know, but make it's, it balanced and equal. Yeah, it's tricky though, and it is funny to watch the grandparents, um, kind of the older generations, not mom so much, but just you know. Dr. Khan, the professor, is like talking to the boys about, you know, engineering and math and what are you going to do in college? And, and granted, they're college age, but I don't think it comes up with. I've never heard a conversation about what are you, I mean, maybe, and maybe it's because she's young. We'll see. Yeah. But anyway. That will not be the case and she will be treated as boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just. I hope that, I don't know. So cheers. So we're making everybody go so they can, uh, everyone feels equally supported and important and that their activities matter. And she loves and it. Nobody and nobody so came excited. to our female basketball games. Do you remember? In oh, high yeah. school and stuff, it would be like five people in the stands. And I was so pissed even back then. Really? Like, why does nobody come to these? I know. We're interesting. Yes. But, you know, the real sports people will argue that. The real sports are the men. They just have different muscles. No, they don't. Well, are you kidding? I, I mean, I mean, physiologically, it is harder to get to certain levels as a woman, but they definitely do. Then you look at the top of the top, the WNBA, the women's soccer. Like those games are great. Everything's just as exciting. Everything's exciting. It's fun but, to watch kids but stuff. Now, too. why would you say that? I feel like you just pushed back feminism 20 years. 
No, I'm not. No, I know there's a physiological difference. Like yeah. guys have bigger hearts usually and can swim a little longer and whatever, work out no, they're muscles and stuff. But does that determine how interesting they are? I would say because I've had the same argument argument with my husband. Why don't you like watching women's sports on TV just as much as men's? And he's like, it's just not the same. It's not the same game. It looks like you're watching a kid's game. I think is what I wonder, though, if that could be argued. Like, look at the MMA girls and women. Sorry. Right. See, no, I just did it. I know. But, um, They're all equally interesting. It's just what you're comparing it to, I guess. So if you're used to men's sports being like crazy rough and tumble and yeah. alley-oops and jump shots, I don't even know what they do. I think it's going to shift, though. I think there's – here's a complaint – I don't even want to go into it, but there are, it's, you know, film business has been exclusively white males. So now they have a bunch of different, you know, ethnicities and more women. And, but the white men are complaining like, well, they don't really know what they're doing uh, and they're slowing down the film. And I'm like, well, give it, give it a second. These people haven't, like, they don't have enough experience. Like they're not in the game as long as you right, guys. Right. So I wonder if that will be case where everybody starts up leveling yeah which is kind of the same as reparations and things like that right like mm -hmm. well everybody's been behind for so long yeah that we I all need totally believe that a step stool to get up to where everybody else is and then yeah and start to change the mindset yeah of like only male sports are interesting right right that will shift Future's Good. female. Well, tell all the advertisers on TV who advertise for the WNBA or women's soccer because that too determines who's on TV, which determines audience, et cetera, et cetera. Someone's got to give. It's the catch twenty two. Like they're supply and demand, so people are demanding one thing that does well, so yeah. they supply it. If somebody would shift the paradigm, right? Like. Yep. Putting a larger boned woman on the cover of Vogue and yes. becomes more accessible. Which it is. Lots of larger uh, bone. I didn't. That was not. <laughs> She's big boned. Um, at the mall, Victoria's Secrets has the, the larger models modeling the, really? the bras on the mannequins. Right. Mannequin sizes are very <gasps> different these days. It's nice. wonderful. I love it. More representation. Wait, do you shop at Victoria's Secret? No. I happened to be right across the street when I was... Uh, or across the little hallway in the mall in Idaho when we were looking for last-minute gifts. I think Dave ended up buying all the kids these little wallet inserts. They're tiny, like slide them in your back pocket kind of wallets. They're really cool, um, which Charlotte instantly lost at the mall at the very next door. She left it on the counter. <laughs> She's the most loosey little girl. Um, but anyway, so I was waiting for him to purchase all those, and I was staring at Victoria's Secrets going, hmm, I wonder if I should up my lingerie game. Because I'm wearing the same old stuff. Because you, you know, know what? what? I've seen your holy underwear. Oh, holy! <laughs> it doesn't matter. It really, I was in the silliest cat PJs that I got for Christmas. And um, the other night, heavy hands. Life was good. It does not matter what is on this bed, it's what's underneath that That's good. So I don't know. Anyway, he likes your exco skeleton. What? What is that? <laughs> yeah. So, Endo. Um, so, tell me about you've been working on the movie. Mm -hmm. um, did you get any feedback on other movie talk? The Jack Black episode we just did? Did I get feedback? Yeah. Did any of your friends listen and go? I don't talk to anybody. Oh. 
been okay. in a weird vortex. Okay. I don't think my friends are like your friends. You were a little reticent to talk about uh, the celebrities. You don't like that as much. I was in a mood. I was so fried. And yeah. Yeah, sometimes it feels like detached, I guess. Like, who cares? Okay. If I'm in a mood, Got which it. I was very... Yeah. Like, Moody Judy over there. At the end of that, you were... Did you listen back to No. It? <laughs> you should hear it. It was just like... Argh. F it all. Really? <laughs> I know, yeah. Oh, my God. Listen back. It's funny. I was just so tired. Do you realize how stressful this school is? Yeah, I do. Don't talk into your hands. All right. But I think that um, I need bounce back time. Yeah. And you guys, you guys go a lot. Yeah, we've been on the go big time, and um, it gets a little much. But we put off all our Christmas stuff, uh, all the parties and hanging out with people and hosting until the new year. And then it all hit in one fat weekend this past weekend. So we're really tired now. But um, yeah, no, I don't envy your position. I get it. You're all good. Well, I'm not complaining. I guess I'm just saying that there is, I need a little bounce back time. Yep. All right. So friends, she has until January 17th till she starts school back up. So please send her all the fun messages right now. She'll talk to you. Um yeah, it's good. No, because <laughs> you're about to get busy again. Is all I'm saying. So you're going out of town to see your friend. Yeah, who lives in the redwoods. Yes, it's will be nice. Yeah. she needs her coffee. Oh, yeah. okay. We were discussing. How do you like your coffee, people? Um, all of our friends and listeners, are you drink it black? Do you like cream? Do you like cream and sugar? Do you care if it's a French roast versus versus a whatever this is? It's like acid. It's Colombian deep dark roast, and I like it black. It's the stuff that when you pour cream in, it coagulates. <laughs> I know this type. Yeah, it's like acidic. It's Do so you good. like it? Can you hand me it right oh, now? I need a sip. I took a sip of it, and it's got no cream or sugar, and mm. it's... But just thinking about it makes me happy. Oh, my God. And Dave and I like the same kind of coffee, so it makes our <laughs> household... Run really smoothly. Do you think that anything has to do with that kind of stuff? Like, we both like the same coffee. That's important. No. We both like the same music-ish. Like, what is the well, important things that could be trite? I are? suppose it would be where you spend free time. If it is similar, that would be good because then you're spending free time together. Like, leisure, fun time. Like, you like sports. Yeah. Like, like, not as much as Dave, but yes, I would prefer to play them. I think it's more fun to go out and play pickleball, which I got into that class. I'm going to start doing it on Joe, Saturday you got morning. In? I got in. She got in, you guys. Cowway Adult School. Sorry, you Saturday morning. <laughs> his little tiny head and his fat, fat body just popped up from a small, small <laughs> box <laughs> with his ears back. It's not like it. No, I'd rather play the sports than watch them. Dave can sit down and just go all day watching. So that's not great. But we like um, movies. We like watching things together. We're watching White Lotus. <gasps> We're deep in it. What do you think? It's good. It's weird. It's kind yeah. of weirdly slow, but also... I like it, though. ...hooks you in. Interesting enough, huh? And funky characters. Yeah, it's cool. Who do you relate to the most? White Lotus fans? Oh, God. Probably the blonde mom who's like, I'm not a punching bag. And Dave turned to me and he's like, you say that to me all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, because I'm always the scapegoat when things go wrong. Do you um, still feel that dynamic a lot or no? Yeah, I mean, 
I'm the safe haven for everyone to dump on. Like all the kids hold their acts together all day at school and they're on their best behavior and they come home and kind of blah, let it all out on mom. And Dave, same thing. I think he has to be on at work and he's stressed and whatever. And it's often in the car behind the wheel. And if something happens with a driver or a wrong turn, somehow it turns into my fault. I don't, I don't know how, but yeah. And that, oh my God, I would love to work on that with him, but. Some people, they are who they are. What is his gripe about you, mostly? Uh, controlling, probably, that I try to tell people what to do. And, hey, I won't leave him alone on the couch all weekend for 24 hours straight to help with dishes or whatever needs help with. I don't know. But, yeah, all that dirty laundry stuff. It's Do you think that your control stuff has to do with just, like, okay, let's talk about it, though. She no. just rolled her eyes. I want to talk about this. Okay, let's talk about fun <laughs> stuff. All right. But maybe you could do a little therapy. All right, let's go to... I don't have a huge thing. I Do you I'm see how kidding. much I let go of everything in life? Yeah, I think I'm you're so better. Different. You're better. I remember helping with Toby's first birthday party and wanting to uh, jump off a bridge. Okay. That nap, that's our... <laughs> I was like, oh my God. A new mom with a one-year-old baby. There's a big... A b -b 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 big pressure on the Pinterest party, you know, that whole thing. Really? Well, hmm. yeah. Moms out there weigh in, right? Don't we set the bar high for each other and then you have to have a perfect party? And for who? Exactly. This this is the world of moms, stay-at-home moms and parties. And but who are you impressing? I don't get it. Friends who come to the party. Friends oh who God. see the pictures so online. So it's no longer about your I don't subscribe. newborn. I don't subscribe to that. And even then, I didn't really. I just wanted to make it kind of nice. That okay. was that was back then. All right. Well, I'm glad you've mellowed out. Yeah, I have. Yeah. But she don't. remembers the one time when he was one. <laughs> He's now 17, almost 18. But that one time when he was one, and she'll never help she with had another party. Issues. No, she and my mom. I found out. Uh, Put your Inspired. heads together, mm -hmm. and you're like, we're just going to show up to the party. We're never helping again. Yeah. So now it's 100 percent on just me. Well. Thanks a lot. I hope you learned your lesson. It was 17 years ago. <laughs> I'm a different person. You still won't help me get ready You're for waking parties. waking up your cat again. Mm, All sorry. right. So let's go to your list. Oh, my God. All right. You can't eat a bunt cake right now. <laughs> I'm Why gonna, did you grab that? Because you're about to tell a story. I'm not going to tell a story. Yes, you get are. Get that bunt cake out of your mouth. We're in a... What is this? A control issues. Okay. I can't believe it. No, You're no, going to no, be no, no. smacking. We're going to have to listen to the liquid in your mouth. I am a mouse quiet as one. No, no, no. Look at this first one. I wrote on a little list. Look at control. Silent retreat. Silent but deadly. <laughs> what does that mean? Silent retreat? You. You don't. I don't think we've ever talked about the fact that you went on a silent retreat. Oh. Will you please tell that story? Because. Well, I've been very quiet about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb. Don't wake up the cat. Okay. Silent Retreat by Julianne. <laughs> it was in 2012, something like that. Maybe earlier, maybe like 2005. I was into a spiritual time of life. Wait a minute. 2005 was when Toby was born. Was it around the time of his first birthday? <laughs> oh my God. No, because I could have probably handled you better after my silent oh, retreat. Why I don't do, remember do, when this was. Why do people... Well, go go ahead. Why do people go? Why do they even go to these silent retreats? I don't get it. Oh, my God. 
Why would someone want to get in touch with their deeper self or get connected to consciousness or learn to meditate or to relax? Why would anyone want to do that if they could have lists to check off? I just don't understand why you would pay money and go somewhere to just sit. You don't pay money. You donate if you want to. This is a, what was it called? Not Ayurveda. It was, I don't know. I can't remember. Was it? No. God, I can't remember right now, but it's a 10-day silent retreat. Then you go there and you sit and you listen to an Indian man talk on a screen in the morning and you're all on your little pillow, your sitting pillow. And uh, why are you laughing? Go ahead. Nothing. I'm curious. And the Indian man talks about, welcome to day two. <laughs> and I'm not making fun. This is what he sounded like. Now you're going to sweep and mass. Sweep and mass. Sweep and mass? I don't know what. That's all I remember. <laughs> You were supposed to like pretend there was a broom inside of your body and sweep away. But I don't know what the mass was. And and I didn't <laughs> I have to say the rebellious nature in me really is the deep part of myself because you weren't supposed to have any writing utensils or anything. You were just supposed to sit from like eight hours a day and then you had a little tent on the grounds and and you weren't supposed to have anything to write with or talk with. Ten no days of hundred percent no talking, no anything. Yeah. And you eat with people, but you don't talk to them. Nothing. And uh, I did sneak in a pencil, and I ended up going in the bathroom and writing down song lyrics on toilet paper half the time. Because <laughs> it came to me, all these song lyrics. It's like jail. Yeah. Oh, my God. But That's good. Yeah. So that was pretty productive. Which songs? Are they ones we I'm, I'm sure still they're still have? sitting in the... Toilet, toilet paper, paper in the, the toilet paper file. I did one, I think, and they were interesting. It did tap into a deeper part of your brain. Like it wasn't stuff I would normally say. Kind of like when I took Ambien and wrote in my journal and I looked back on it and it was like, ah, the Russian man, he eludes me. And it, it was weird, <laughs> like stuff I would never talk about. I was half out of it. Wow. So I think that's when people are like under... Anesthesia and they start talking Spanish and they, you know, uh, it's gotta be something like that. That's cool. Anyway, I had a deep respect for mom. I remember that was the biggest thing that came out of it. Like s probably five or six days in, when you start to really get into it, then I was like, oh my God, the sacrifices she made to raise us. Yeah. And I was very appreciative. In a way that, and I think I called her like the second I got out to say thank you. Because I don't think I had ever really known. And I felt really connected to just how, I mean, I've already said this, but you know. So you again, guys, all moms need to hear this because, man, like I said, we're the doormats of the world and we do give up so much, you know? Like every second of your life, it feels like. Yeah. You never always relax. Like I have a sick girl in the other room right now which i'm kind of watching the minutes tick by and i'm like i gotta go check on her it's just always in your mind and yeah that's good so did mom love that you called her and said i mean i don't know i don't know if i could express how it felt so i mm. don't know if, mm. if it was just taken as like oh thank you i can't remember but i really wanted to get across like i feel like i'm more connected to understanding how much well tell her now she's okay listening. thank you mom <laughs> because it really was profound. 
And I kind of like saw her, you as a younger person and also being 20 something and your whole life shifting and having to give up so much of your own selfishness just mm-hmm. to keep these kids going and, and everything. It's true. Like scraping by money to make it all work. Yep. And putting up with a crazy dad and, uh, yeah, giving up a kind of, she was a music major and a singing career potentially, or, or who knows, but she was really happy to be a mom. Yeah. But with that is a lifetime of love shackles. You're never quite settled. Um, with this profound love, you're always worried about your kids. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. You're only as happy as your saddest kid or something. There's some phrase really? that whatever, you know, your yeah. kid who's struggling with something is, you take that on. And that's as happy as you can get because you never can wow. move past that. So oh, it's a lot. I'm happy. Yeah. Me Are too. You? Yes. You did life a good job, good. mom. Yes. Thank you, mom. Oh. Yay. Yay. That's sweet. That's good. Okay. So if nothing else, that came out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And was it awkward eating with people that, and you didn't talk? Well, this is where I know that I'm awkward. I ended up eating like by myself in a weird corner. I couldn't sit down with people and not talk. Oh. It's too awkward. So I was like the only one that found a weird side corner. Interesting. How many people were there? Probably like 60. Okay. Yeah. Are you still that way? Yes. Yeah. But you're so social. But it's it. I think I'm a drop-in, drop-out social. Okay. Yeah. Social on my own terms, that's control. Mm. Don't you feel that, though? You get energized, but then you want to... Sure, yeah. I can't believe that you would say that you think I'm social. I've been nothing but a hermit since I've been at your house. But I guess I'm going on... The Julianne I grew up with, who is my real image of you. I feel like all of this is just a phase, but you're really that young, fun, wild-spirited girl, and she's in there somewhere. But it's completely... Well, I'm also taking some of this antidepressants for this PMDD, premenstrual stuff. Right. Or maybe... Premenstrual... Dysphoria disorder, where you get really bad PMS. It might be like that time of change in life or something, but I tried it and now, but I feel like it kind of, it does cut your emotions. Like, I wonder if it's bad news. Hmm. Baseline. I just feel like kind of just. That's called being married with kids. That's what that's like. Really? (laughs) Same day, every day. Also be older. Just Just Growing older and not being as pumped about random things that yeah. you used to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Okay, I you'll like, can That's I tell true. you this quick story? Yes. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. We are sponsored by Dream Dinners. Dreamdinners.com or mouseandweens.com. Click the link and do enter mouseandweens99 at checkout if you're in the local area of Poway or San Marcos down here in San Diego. And you will get $99 off your first full order and free delivery if you choose it. You guys, Dream Dinners is a meal preparation service that makes dinner time so easy. I love doing them with my family. My husband can cook them up really quick. It's just a wonderful thing with good, healthy food that recreates mealtime for us. It's, it's given us lots of family time back. 
Dream Dinners uses high quality foods. They cut, they prep, they bag it up for you. All you have to do is thaw out your meal, look at the recipe card and pop it in the oven or stovetop and it's ready usually in 20, 30 minutes. So do go to dreamdinners.com, look for your location, enter Mouse and Weens 99 and let them know we sent you. Enjoy this wonderful life hack at Dream Dinners. Like, can That's I tell true. you this quick story? Yes. You'll like this one. Okay. <laughs> it was, it's not that funny, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Yes. I was at a, a friend's house and they had some of the, uh, they're all from the Hasidic Jewish community who came over and they're all musicians. Okay. So it was really cool. And they were playing these awesome songs. And But one of the little kids who was running around, I went to just like grab him and go like, hey. Pat his arm. Yeah. Just like he was, you know, running by and I went to be like, whoa, Pat. Yeah. And I think I stabbed him and I, whole rest of the night, he was like, oh, see you <laughs> in the corner. I told you, you have the stabbiest fingers in the world. <laughs> I saw him like turn around and look like, what just happened? Like, did a bird attack me? And then the whole rest of the day, he kept kind of itching that same spot. <laughs> But look at that nail, too. Like, what is... I'm going to analyze these But that nails. one was a weird one. Okay, so you're not going through any changes in your nails. They're really hard. You also need to file them because what the heck? It's at a sharp, sharp point. <laughs> you're turning into a weird cat. cat but look, cat okay, nails. that's because I think it broke, and then I went on the sidewalk and just did that. Oh, so it really made it, it a sidewalk a, scratch. So a shiv. It's going to kill someone in jail. Uh, <laughs> You're silent. A Hasidic boy. They're going to think I'm anti-Semitic. <laughs> it was awful. The poor kid was just holding his side. <laughs> okay. Well, that was Oh, I, I relate. You stab me all the time. You don't mean to. She'll go in for a handshake or a hug and we all get stabbed. Ow! It's the worst. <laughs> I Charlotte know. says it all the time, too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, enough about me. Let's quick shift. Go on right. to something on your list. Okay, just to finish it up, though, do you think silent retreats are worth it? Should yes. everybody do them? Yes. Really? You should do them before you throw a kid's birthday party. Oh, shut up. All right. Um, we talked about being the photographer of a, of a family. Ella Fitzgerald Rudolph? Oh, I made a list of Christmas songs that are cringy. I'm going to save it till next oh, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, there were so many Christmas songs that I was just like, oh, my God, that's awful. That part. And I want to make a little medley. It'll be fun. Um, okay, Humperdink. I have to tell another story? No, I'm just wondering, can we please talk about the name Humperdink? Humperdink. <laughs> now, this has been a running joke in our family. That Forever. Humperdink. I mean, there's humps and there's dinks. I mean, and you can't put them together. This isn't his real name. I know. He changed it. He changed it. But Eddie Izzard has a whole bit on this. Oh, he does? Yeah. Okay. All right. Like he was sitting down with his manager, Hingelberg Habaneth. No, no, no. Hingelberg Hunkbedink. And then he like, hump. And then he says it and says another. And then he goes, wait, wait, wait. Back to Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah. <laughs> Play that clip. It's okay. So all right. Good. All right. We'll insert that here. And Engelbert Humperdinck. Yes, he was a man. That's not his real name. He's from Britain, but that's not his name. There's very few Humbledinks in Britain. <laughs> he was born Jerry Dorsey and not Engelbert Humbledink. His parents were not Mr. and Mrs. Humbledink. <laughs> they never said, what should we call our son so he does not get the shit kicked out of him at school? <laughs> we shall call him Engelbert. <laughs> Good, that'll work. <laughs> no, his name was Jerry Dorsey. 
and he released he released songs as Joey Dorsey, songs such as Oh, of um, <laughs> which didn't work because no one could hear what he was saying. And then his managers obviously said, "We're going to change your name, Jerry. It's the name that's the problem." And his name changed from Jerry Dorsey to Engelbert Humperdinck. I mean, I just wanted to be in the room when they were working that one through. <laughs> Zingelbert Bembledack. <laughs> Yingybert Dangleban. <laughs> Zangelbert Bingledack. <laughs> Winglebert Humptyback. <laughs> Slut Banwala. <laughs> what? All right, Kringlebert Fisty Buns. <laughs> Stevie Buns Buttertrenders. <laughs> no, Jerry Dorsey, I like Jerry Dorsey. No, we can't. <laughs> what have we got? Zinglebert Bemeldack, Tringlebert Wangledack, Slop Bumwalla, Klingy Bun Fistlebars, Dindlebert Zendledack, uh, Jerry Dorsey, um, Engelbert Humptyback, Zinglebert Bengledack, Engelbert Humperdink, Vinglebert Wingledank. No, no, go back one, go back one. <laughs> That's it. And it worked. Now, yeah, that's some kind of name. You had a story about a humperdink. <laughs> <laughs> we all have a story about humperdinks. I hung you out had, with a humperdink. You hung with a hump? Yeah. Dink? Yeah. Okay, tell the story. Tell the story. It was my friend Bobby Garofalo who lived in Atwater Village, and he's a great guitarist. Any relation to Janine? No. Oh. Interesting, though. He was actually a football player with okay. like uh, someone, some famous team. I can't remember. Okay. Big dude, like 6'5 and 300 pounds of just muscle. And, okay. Anyway, but he works in the film business now and is also a guitar player. And so somehow he got in touch with Humperdinck. <laughs> yeah. The, the I elder? I think so. Is he still alive even? He is, right? I don't you know. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Somehow, I don't know what the Dink connection was, <laughs> but somehow he was playing on Junior Humperdink's album. Okay. Wait, so the football player is a Humperdink? No, football player is the guitarist. Oh, he's playing on a Humperdink album. Yeah. Okay. It's like our dad. He was an artsy football. Right. Okay. So guitarist, film guy, football guy. And? Played. So we, somehow I ended up going out with them one night. We went down to Japanese karaoke with Junior Humperdinck and Bobby <laughs> Garofalo and a couple other people of Humperdinck's friends. And then we went to a Japanese, like in Japantown in LA, they actually have those lost in translation, like you rent a booth with just your friends and do a party. Oh, cool. And a karaoke. Okay. But man, Junior Dink was so drunk. <laughs> Junior drunk. Junior drunk. And he was singing, but it was one of those just out of control where everyone's just like, whoa. Oh, no. Just like hanging and like, <laughs> on the backs of the booth, standing up and like jumping on people. Oh. And, oh. Did he get kicked out? Did you guys have to shut it down? No, but I think he wanted to stay all night. And at some point, I was like, I'm leaving. This guy is, but, you know, a lot of grabby, hanging. I love you. And the then, dad wasn't there. There was no, no. Elder Dink. Okay. That was it. Yeah, no Elder Dink. Um, <laughs> and I think he tried to sing some, like, good ballads oh. in coming out. That was it. It wasn't a great story. But that's, um, that's, we, got a, we got a Humperdinck story. No, and then I'm he apologized the next day and said, 
I had dental surgery and was on some pills mm-hmm. as well as the old suspicious say. death. And Actually, the hangover throw up, by the way, is always, I had shellfish last night. Ah, uh, yes. Have you heard this one? Yes. It, I actually just heard it from a nice homeless person Aww. who needed a blanket. We did a giveaway thing and um, Elliot and I went and worked a, a volunteer thing and the homeless person said he got food poisoning and soiled all of his blankets. And so he needed a new blanket. And I was like, I wonder if it was food poisoning or not. Well, but you take them at their word. Give that guy a pass. And he got a new blanket. That's really nice. Yes. How was that experience? It was great. It was really cool. It was run by this group called First Saturdays. So it's a Facebook group. If people want to look it up, it's like the number one and ST and Saturdays. And so the first Saturday of every month, you get together at the spot downtown and you sort through bags and bags and bags of donations. And you make a men's table and a women's table of clothing. And then there's toiletries, food, socks, extras, whatever. And um, try to sort them by size, kind of. And then everybody circles up, all the volunteers. You get a name tag. All the volunteers then circle up once that's done. And we kind of go around the circle and do a little say your name and say something important. Um, so Elliot did it, the 15-year-old. And at first he was like, I'm a little nervous about doing this. I don't know what to expect. And I think he thought maybe, maybe he didn't really think this, but maybe in the back of your mind you're worried that people are going to be dangerous or crazy or scary. Um, but you know, you're taught to help them shop for clothes and help them find sizes. And they kind of walk by in a nice dignified line and they shop at your table and find their jeans or whatever. And you talk to them. And so we talked to a ton of people and, you know, oh, he looks like my grandson. Oh, really? How old's your grandson? Aww. And oh, he's this old and he's going to be 30 next week. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's cute. So yeah. I think it really humanized the homeless situation for Elliot, which was great. Good. And, Can you um, get all the kids to go? Yeah, so I want to keep doing it on... Uh, what made you want to? I mean, I've had it on my calendar forever, and Saturdays have just been busy, and this happened to be an open spot, and I just wanted to. And Oh, and remember you and Mom giving me a hard time about saving stuff? I got rid of all my toiletries. Yeah, got rid of backpacks. I got rid of extra blankets, Jones. extra jackets. I'm saving things for a How reason. How does it feel? It's fine. I always I didn't have a problem with it. I was, it, they had an intention and a purpose. And it's they, getting the intention out your front door and out of the closet. Yes, true. So yeah. it happened. Good. And it'll continue to happen. And you're helping a lot of people. Yeah. That's great. And thank you to lots of residents of Poway because I posted about it um, that I was collecting donations. So a lot of people dropped off bags on my porch that I took downtown and we did the whole thing. Did they? How mm-hmm. many people? Uh, probably like 10 people. I Jeez. put it on our Buy Nothing Poway page, which is super cool. That's and, great. Yeah. So anyway, tra-la. That I was like my... this because this is the kind of stuff that will be deep within your children growing up. I hope so. I think so. I hope Because that... dad did this with us, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, it sticks. It... Did we? Yeah. We would or go did to... we just talk about it? No, we went all the time to San Francisco with blankets, <clears throat> jackets, uh, he was big on nail clippers. I remember dad always buying lots of nail clippers and handing out nail clippers to homeless folks. And Where was I? You were probably punking around in Walnut Creek or something. I don't know. You weren't around Was a lot. I with you guys? Maybe. 
I'm assuming. What year was this? I think we were young. You must have been. Like you were 10-ish or something. I wasn't punking around at 10 <laughs> years old. You never know. Look, you get so angry about this. No. Anyway. Well, it's we have different memories. Um, but we would drop off food a lot, too. There was always a... They had little, almost like bird feeders, little covered... Uh, they look like mailboxes or something, and you could put fruit. Dad was big on fruit, always bringing bananas and oranges and apples and putting them in the little... I like your gesture being like throwing them at people. <laughs> Birds. <laughs> I mean, uh... pop, pop, pop. Well, it's a tall mailbox. He was oh, putting okay. them in there. Um, yeah. Whose mailbox? In the city of San Francisco. They Why do I have earphones on? We're not even <laughs> using these. I can't hear shit. I've just noticed you, and I'm <laughs> shouting. Did you notice that? It's good. I thought because you were far away from the oh, mic. This is how you're supposed to. Maybe I'll leave them on then. Yeah, no. Anyway, city of San Francisco had little food placement. It's like they look like little bird feeders. And oh, okay. you would put food there for people. So was this, this was a dead thing. He was very into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure Did mama's it, right on board. Too. Do you think you're doing this because of that? Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. It's, so it works. Yeah. Just of, look at that as being those things that get passed down yep how you raise your kids how you were raised yeah big mm -hmm. time it's it's true. that's really good you're doing that thanks congratulations do it with us it's fun you've done all that kind of stuff with churches in la and feeding people and yeah yeah but it's, it's important the kids need to see it more and more yeah, yeah, and yeah. more for sure all right i'm looking at my list we are gonna cross off a couple things because these we're are at 44 all... minutes do you care no we're good we can go an hour um Okay, one last. I know you hate it. I don't have any coffee. Celebrity stories. We're oh, yeah. We never talked about a coffee. It's terrible. No, I it's not. Done. I love it. And it gets things moving in the morning, if you know what I mean. I did start with, so in college, I drank mochas, lots of chocolate, cream, sugar, all the things, light coffee. And then I took away the sugar, and then it was just coffee and cream. And then I eventually took away the cream because it was so many steps and you have to buy more shit and you have to clean out your cup better. And I was just like, I'm going to learn how to drink black coffee because it just seems cleaner and like tea, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do. And I love it. And, and well, the smell of coffee in the morning and the first sip and super, super hot. Ladies and, and gentlemen, we've got an addict. And I have my two mugs and I put my stickers on them. You can see us on YouTube if you want. Is this thing recording? And it has, this is the best, Contigo. I wish they would sponsor us. They have a little locking mechanism, so well, it can't spill out. Well, it gets a couple drips. So you get those first drips out, and then you can throw it in your purse. It can fall. Nothing happens. This does need to happen on every coffee mug. Yeah. That's important. And there's a button. You have to push it in order to drink. So That's great. It can't just spill out. Will you get a few yeah. of those for the house? And the lip is just right. Yeah. But I can't find it. Some of the lips, like, dribble. I get dribble lip, mm -mm. and it goes down. <laughs> You're cold. I thought that was a cat or Herp's something. toes are touching my ankle. So feel how cold. You'll feel them. Oh, my God. I know. The circulation's not happening because I've been sitting in another You also go like barefoot this. everywhere you go, and that's why your feet are cracking as well. You need to wear socks. Yeah. Okay. No one needs to see that. No one needs to see that. All right. Last story. I just want to ask you about... Um, since we were talking karaoke. Oh, why do I keep having to tell stories? Because they're funny and they need to get out there. And once they're recorded, then I we have I feel bad them. for this guy. Oh, oh, this is a long one though, but I'll tell it's it okay. short. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Back in. 
I was working on the show Murder in the First, starring Tay Diggs. Oh. You know that show? I thought that was with... Nope, that was that one. Who was the lady you showed the purse to? That was the other murder show. Purse? Yeah, the bag. The the bag. Murder in the First? I mean, How to Get Away with Murder? That one, yeah. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Um, This was not that. This was this. And then we were shooting in San Pedro, where actually I got interviewed for what it's like to be a location scout from the San Pedro paper. That was the same show. Do they say Pedro or Pedro? I don't know. Hmm. So anyway, it was there. And uh, after wrapping one night, I happened to get off early. I think I had like a real early day. And for some reason, I got off like at seven which is very early in movie terms. And we're staying there. We had a hotel, all the crew that needed to stay there. So I'm at the bar, the whale and tail, you see. <laughs> of okay. course. Now, is there ocean nearby? Yes. Oh, San good. Pedro, okay. San so that, Pedro, Pedro. That makes it's sense. right next to Long Beach. So okay. Got it. go over the St. Thomas Bridge, which actually, fun fact, Ridley, Ridley Scott's brother jumped off that bridge and committed suicide. Oh, it's a very tall bridge. Anyway, super fun. St. Thomas and Terminal Island, the prison is right there. San Pedro is a beautiful Italian fishing village town originally. It's it's, it's still really neat. I would buy a house there. Hmm. Uh, it's right next to Palos Verdes. We are getting the full okay, map. Right. Well, I told great. you it's a long one. I'll right. just go to the Whale and Tail. Okay. <laughs> so we're at the Whale and Tail. It's a bar that has beer. It's kind of English. You sit there, it's got that really dark wood. Like San Diego Shakespeare's, perhaps? Yes, it's like that. Pub? Yes, it's a high-end pub Mm. with the little Irish jig bands will sometimes come. But classy. Classy jigs. You can eat oysters and have beer. Wow. How about it? And uh, so I'm sitting there and, uh, you know, a couple of pints, pints, pints. (laughs) Remember that? Yes. We used to go to... Don't get off track. This is a big buildup, but yes. And then I was sitting there, and there was a man, you see, two stools away. And he had like a little, uh, I almost wanted to say a kerchief hat, but it's not. What is that? Sailor's cap. Longshoreman. Oh. Beanie. beanie. And he had like black rim glasses like Elvis Costello and kind of, you know, he looked like a hip older man. Okay. You get the vibe? Got it. And I heard him talking and it had an English accent. Ooh, that'll which get Which doesn't say accent. That's more. <laughs> that sounded New like Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> um, did you like Flight of the Concords, by the Love way? Them. Don't get sidetracked. No. Brit. Brit. Love all Keep. the Flight of the Concords and all the spinoffs. <laughs> really? Jermaine Singh. How do we never talk about this? Yeah. We'll get there next time. We're at our time. But finish our story. I want to hear pub. Dick in a box? No. <laughs> What? Finish that pub story. Okay, so he's sitting there, and then I somehow, you know, a few beers in or whatever, you start talking, you see. And then we were chit-chatting, and he started mentioning record labels. And I went, huh, this is an industry guy. And I started getting journalisty and investigative-y. And she asked lots of questions, folks. If I you do. haven't figured this out about Weens over do. here. That's a guilty (laughs) it's gross and um so i was but he was very vague and mysterious right okay but he was cool i could tell he was like a normal guy everyone knew him it was fine he wasn't an axe murderer so i had to 
build myself up there to say I'm not crazy. I ended up going to his house next door. He lived in a loft, but it was all based on this music idea, right? But he wouldn't say exactly what he did. He's like, you got to see this crazy place. We're talking about houses. It wasn't a sexy hookup thing. It was just like, oh, my God, right next door. You got to see this. Okay. So I think it was like real estate in San Pedro. And I was like, I was thinking of investing. That's when, before I got the Joshua Tree house. Oh. So we went and then, but I was still like, is this guy going to kill me? And he wouldn't tell me his name or he was kind of vague about things. So I'm like, well, there's something weird. So we go walk up this flight of stairs into a big loft, San Pedro, you see. They have lofts there. It's like a longshoreman village and weird warehouse. <laughs> This place is like, okay, go ahead. It's very mysterious. So then we get to, why am I telling this so long? I, it really doesn't matter all these details. I think I'm in the editing brain where it's like story. But this, okay, so we get to his house and what? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Go Are ahead. you looking at the time? <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so we get the house and the first thing I do, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you survive in the world. I saw that he had a stack of mail, so I quick look, grabbed a stack of mail and I looked at his name <gasps> and it was oh, I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> anyway Peter something but um but then I was like what do you do in the music business why are you mysterious about it and then I looked up on the wall and I saw that it it was a band called Naked Eyes, folks. Naked Eyes. Do you remember uh, this? I remember Naked Eyes. Hot 80s band. Hot 80s band. And I recognize the name. It was Peter. I forget now. But, okay. I'm He's the singer okay. of the band Naked Eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who that is, they sang the song. That I don't know either off the top of my head. There is always something there to remind me. That's it. Okay. There we go. All right. I'm looking it up. Peter James Byrne. That's it. Like Peter Byrne. David Byrne. That's same it. spelling last name. Oh, what a guy. So then I go, I'm going to look oh, at Oh, and I did not know the name of the band. Is that yeah, him? him? There he is. What a Young. guy. There he is. He's got quite a, a He's an English bloke. Chin. There were two of them. There was one, the left eye and the right eye. Not to be a... confused with Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Oh. But there's a left and a right. The naked eyes. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's the work with his eyes? So you figured it out. You saw Figured his... it out. Saw that. I'm sure that's partially. Was it like a gold record on the, the Yeah, wall, it was very musician-y all around the house. You yeah. Know, you could see all the guitars hung. And, the th and I was like, oh, oh. And then I said, naked eyes. Oh. <laughs> they sing that song promises promises remember oh yeah um anyway so i was like okay and then i think he pulled out the whiskey or the something oh. watch out folks okay. <laughs> couple of more drinks in that i was brown like liquor i'll do it that'll do it i said let's go out on the town now he's my best friend right right now we're like wahoo <laughs> and it, we're in this really cool area that has a lot of bars and restaurants and things and down by um it's like an Italian longshoreman village. If you say longshoreman one more time, I've never heard that word so okay. much. Okay. So then we go and we went to one bar, right? And it's kind of getting closer to the, where my hotel is. And that's where all the crew is staying and stuff. 
So we go have a couple more shots of whiskey. And I was like, oh, my God, it'd be hilarious. I know all the crew guys right now are sitting at the bar and it's a karaoke night. Like, you got to sing your own song. He was like, I would never. <laughs> never. He's like, that would be the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> I didn't talk like a... What's her name? The teapot for Fine. Beauty and the Beast. Angela Lansbury. I wouldn't. Fuck. That was Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Um, Nudes. What's happening? Okay. Now, yeah, don't let me out of this. I haven't had coffee or anything. Okay, so. I feel my hands are sweating. Do you want yeah. to feel? Does he make you nervous? Are you thinking about his. Naked eyes? Yeah, his beanie. Oh. All right. So you get to the bar beanie, and. Beanie. And then. So I'm like. Come on. And he said, absolutely not. I would never do something like that. That's the most ridiculous. And I go, okay, fine. So then we kept going along. We stopped in another pub. It was a Wahoo kind of time. And then now we're closer to the, I think it was the Crown Royal Hotel right on the water. And the, I'm not going to say it. What? Longshoreman Village. <laughs> it was. It was right by the water. That's where the longshoremen would pull in their loads. There's the Crown Fisherman? Hotel. Yes. Can you just call them that? All right. Now, but there were Italian longshoremen are different than fishermen. Oh, really? Well, they might. Fisherman just has a pole. A longshoreman is bringing home a load. Oh, okay. You would know. Dave uh, Harley, please weigh in on, on yeah, the difference. Please. Does yeah. he listen? Let's call him up. So then we're getting close to the hotel, and I was like, well, let's just go there. At least, like, all the guys will be there. It'll be fun. We'll say hello. And so we went to the Crown Royale, uh, you know, little hangout bar, loungy area. Is Boy. it wrapped in a purple bag? Yes, it looks good. There we go, Joe. I like that. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Stop. Okay. Stop it. Um, so then we're sitting there and the DJ guy, you know, there, and then I went up and I sang my my best song. Which is your go-to karaoke song. Folks, what is your go-to karaoke song? Jules is I never seen a diamond in the flesh. Ooh, yeah. I broke my teeth on wedding rings and movies. You know all the words? That was good. I had to sing it for someone's show. That's good. So, mine is Prince's Kiss, by the way. I'm not going to sing it. I've seen you do that. It's so hilarious. Go ahead. You get real saucy. You do. You get all oh, like, you own it. You got to get in there. It's yeah. Prince. By then, everybody's had a few drinks. Yeah. Them. Always last to go. Okay, go. So then we're there. I do that, right? Warm up the crowd. Warm up my friend a little. We're in the spirit of karaoke. Then I think the, the guy recognized him too. And I went up there and I go, I go, play this song. Play the, what is it? Naked Eyes. Always Which something one? there. To so I think he pushed play and it was like, Okay, is that how it starts? Fram, fram. I don't know. Oh, I'm thinking. I've started to yeah, that's different. That. It has an opening though. I'm gonna search it. But wait, you're killing okay, me. Okay, no, this is the best part. Talk. The, the intro part plays, and then the he intro hears part. it. All right. Okay. We're there. We're there. And he's like, no, oh, God, no, you fucking. All of a sudden, he grabs the mic. We used to walk <laughs> along the streets. He used to walk along with me. And he owned it. Woo! 
And people stopped and were watching and they were like, you sound just like this song. And the karaoke DJ guy was like, oh my God, I recognize you. And he was so pumped. And then he stayed up for a second song. He goes, my friends are in the band Minute Work. Do you have a... Uh, and the, what was that song by Minute Work? Minute Work. Uh, the vitamin consult. sandwich. Yeah. Vitamin? No. Yeah, vitamin sandwich. What is it? <laughs> been hanging out with the handlers too long. It's not vitamin. Vegemite. Vegemite sandwich. Yeah. Oh, man. So he went up and sang that and killed it. And uh, nice. Down under. Yeah. What's the intro to that one? Um, They all have good intros. Yeah. Oh, woke up the Yeah. Okay, guys. All right, I got this get current some... time in the world. We need better intros. Yeah. Like? Let's get some Things more start intros. too fast. Yeah. We need to give it a little build. Give That's the right. guys some time to run up to the stage. <laughs> right? That's right. Get the crowd a hopping. Yeah. So naked eyes. So that's awesome. I love that yeah. he got up Good and spirit. owned it. And then you killed the the Yeah, but my part doesn't matter in this. I was just the mere grease. No, no. I was gonna say the follow-up to this friendship was your friend found out about him oh, and called Jennifer him. Jennifer Martin. And ruined her we on a boat ride. She ended up calling him and like singing his song in his answer machine. It was terrible. Jen never. <laughs> and then he never called yeah. back. That was it. He, she your friendship was killed. Well, the well, mask was off. The beanie was off. Everybody knew who he was. Yeah. And, uh, very, yes. The mystery was gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Good story. Good story. Longshoreman and San Pedro. Italian I like dreams. It. You never know when you're going to run into an 80s music star. So keep your eyes peeled, folks. He was very mm. uh, upset about Tears for Fears, too. Apparently, they ripped off their sound. Oh. And then took it and ran with it. Tears for but Fears But we don't know what great. really happened. That could have been a... True, true. You know, a right. lot, of, lot of egos in that business. We could have a get-together of all the 80s guys and have them air their grievances and Good. get over it. Finally. Are we done here? Yes, we are. Gosh, okay. there's no one that wants to get off the podcast more than you. I just can't imagine someone wants to listen past one hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, we may have to edit some of it, but no, we won't. It was perfect. Uh, Scooby just winked, which means nope, we're not editing. Really, we're it all in. Yeah, don't don't edit. It's just be thing. real. Yeah. Do you want to say anything else about yourself? About myself? No, just that I'm glad we are talking and having fun before you get back to school. Oh, Help me, Lord. Go I ahead. think I've got. We can still squeeze in little hours here and there, but um, yeah, here she goes again. But. We're happy to be here. We're happy to talk to you. Thank you to all our friends and listeners for always being here and being supportive and talking up mouse and weens. I really appreciate it. Yay. Yay. Thanks, friends. Yep. And especially as the camera was on this whole time. Oh, well, you told me you I've been like sitting looking. with my front back. Oh, no. We're I'm fine. really much more attractive. I think I've been at this level right now with the gooseneck uh, pop stopper. Oh, my yeah. Mustache, mustache level. Yeah. Time. I look like a. Who's the guy Gallagher. with the big mustache? The curly, the evil guy that throws bombs. I don't um, know. George <laughs> Martin. <laughs> anyway, thank you, everybody. Patrons especially. Um, we have a Lord Patreon. Baron. That's it. Yes. Is it? I don't know. Patreon.com backslash mouse and weens. You can find us on all the social media. We would love to talk to you guys right in at mouse and weens, wherever. Um messages and such oh we did have a huge conversation with someone after our um stephanie and michelle lesbian 
episode and she had lots of thoughts. So thank Who? you so much for writing in. I don't have her name oh. top of hand here. I feel like I but... didn't have a Christmas this year at all. Yeah, and we got gypped on Christmas. My tree is still up. Your gifts are still under it. So we're going to um, do one last whoop with you. Oh, you don't have and, to. Yep, oh my God. we are. But that's why I haven't taken the tree down. And then we'll take it down. And then we'll officially be in the new year. So... Uh, that's the plan, folks. Hope everybody had great holidays. And thank you again for listening. And uh, check us out online and tell your friends. That's the best way we can grow. Okay. Bye. Use From magnesium for a bath. Mr. Smiley here. That's your, your Lord advice. Baron. Lord Varen. Okay. Yeah. You so that's what the magnesium means? for sore muscles. We're old. Bye. Hello, I'm Melissa McKee McGrath, and you should be listening to the Bewildered Beast podcast. Check this. Did you know that there was a pigeon, a pigeon, y'all, a pigeon, who saved 194 men in World War I by flying 25 miles to get help after she was shot in the leg and through the eye? It's not all serious stuff. We talk about why you should strip for polar bears to survive a polar bear attack. You will never know what you learn next, but you will learn something and you'll be entertained too by the stories of real animals who intersect at humanity. Find Bewilderbeast over at the Podfix Network or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Please, for the animals, don't make me call Sarah McLaughlin to play a sad song. Just do it. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.